0: and welcome to another episode of the enlisted podcast my name is antonio talamo and i'm casey coleman we are so happy you're joining us again as we banter and discuss and argue over some of the silliest things that are we're passionate about and of course casey how you doing man
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Today's topic, I think, is a really good one. It's definitely one of those where you think about it, you hear what we're going to discuss, and you go, ooh, like, I really, really am passionate about how I feel about a certain type of thing. And today, we're going to be talking about the, our top five foods that we refuse to eat.
0: For me, we've already done one food podcast, as it is, and you can tell how passionate we are. And I think you and I, might we're not full foodies. yeah. But I think you and I fall into the almost foodie category. I think we're yeah.
1: foodies. I think that's yeah. what comes up. I don't I don't feel obligated to take a picture of every meal that I eat or cook, but I let me tell you, I love to eat. When I am not eating, I'm thinking about eating.
0: Now, are you like me that when you go out to a restaurant, you rate that restaurant in your head
1: as if you were a critic? Oh, absolutely. I am a big Yelper. Um, That's sort of a, I will say, more recent development for me as I've gotten a little bit older. But I'm like, life is too short to risk it on, you know, like sketchy Kung Pao chicken. I'm like, let me do some sleuthing, dig up and see what restaurants are out there. And, you know, I'll leave reviews. I really, really, really like to, you know, do my research.
0: Yeah, nothing means more to me than being a reliable food source. When people ask me where to go to eat, I always want to be the person that can give you a strong recommendation. Like if you come back and you say that you didn't like the restaurant I recommended,
1: I'm crushed. Yes, if I, if I put my name out there and I put my neck on the line, like I'm um, bet the house on it. Like I really, really, I have strong feelings about it.
0: Well, and then the other way is is true too. You ever ask someone for a good recommendation
1: and they give you like a really shitty restaurant and now you don't trust them? Yeah, I've been in one or two circumstances where they'll say like, oh yeah, I love this place. And I'm like, oh, okay. And sometimes when I'm going out to eat, you know, there's a couple places you like to visit frequently, but I also like checking out what the specials are.
0: I'm a big (laughs) specials guy. I'll always ask what are your specials or what's your favorite
1: thing on the menu yeah oh spe- i'm a huge specials person because to me that means that it is what it is right it's special it's it's a special combination of things it's a limited time thing and so you know i'll go to restaurants sometimes my staple restaurants that i'm dead set on something and then i come across a special and i'm like oh pump the brakes we gotta we gotta just switch gears and uh do a little what was it missy elliott flip it and reverse it flip
0: it and reverse it yeah That's funny. Yeah, I'm just I'm the same exact way. And for me, I think the one thing I I take a lot of pride in are my burgers, you know, this Casey, like I take my burgers very seriously, like if you're going to recommend me a burger joint, it better be good. And for me, I take a lot of pride in that I've eaten a lot of burgers, I have an idea of what a good burger needs to be. And when I get a bad burger, I am not in a good mood. And that's not necessarily true with other food, like pizza, for example, I love, love pizza. I once went on a 10 day pizza eating streak. (laughs) I felt terrible afterwards. But I love pizza so much. And for me, Casey, you always said this to me, bad pizza is better than no pizza.
1: Yes. And I mean, you're paraphrasing. So my drunk uncle once told me after, during a St. Patrick's Day parade, he said, Casey, there's good pizza. There's bad pizza, but bad pizza is better than no pizza at all. And I tell that to people sometimes and they're like, no, 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 you don't. Like there's really bad pizza out there. And I'm like, but at the end of the day, pizza is still pizza. Yeah. But I don't um, feel
0: that way about burgers. You know what I mean? Like they're bad offensive burgers. And I'm also the dude that at a barbecue, will watch to see what the person grilling is doing with the burgers and I, I I'm always like going it's already co- it's take it off take it off take yeah. it off. like I'm yeah I'm really anal with it I'm not playing hockey
1: yeah I would say I'm actually I think when I think of foods like the most explorative I am with foods is probably pizza I am usually always down for I'm almost always in the mood for pizza I look forward to pizza it's probably my Catholic school gene in me where every Friday was pizza day and so it was like a big deal to get pizza on a Friday and I remember it was like controversy that like halfway you know maybe in like fifth grade they were like oh now you have the choice of like pepperoni pizza obviously we couldn't eat that during Lent but but yeah I remember being like oh this is like bougie and it was just, yeah, literally like two slices of pepperoni. But
0: now, are you a pineapple on pizza guy? Cause this, this right oh, here is, is going to be rough.
1: Absolutely not. No. Okay. All to right. Me, to me, like I love, I, first of all, I always, always, always prefer salty over sweet. Like I would always rather get a plate of mozzarella sticks than I would like a slice of cake. That's just mm-hmm. who I am. And I, I don't mind a salty sweet combination. But to me, I'm sort of a purist in that sense of like, when it comes to pizza, I don't, it shouldn't be sweet. And I think pineapple, I've had it on pizza once or twice before, but it just, it makes it a little bit mushier. It's like a weird sweetness. It just, it really, to me, it does not compliment. And anything you're putting on a pizza should compliment, right? In COVID, I've made a lot of like fancy pizzas. I've done white pies, I've done sausage, I've done pesto all these fun kind of creative things, but you will never see me putting pineapple on a pizza. Yeah, I don't, for me,
0: sometimes when you add these types of extravagant toppings, there needs to be, the end result needs to have its own unique taste, but it just literally tastes like pineapple on pizza.
1: And I know that sounds
0: weird as I say, but like, for example, I've had like chicken bacon ranch pizza. Have you had that before? Yes. Yep. Fantastic. There's barbecue sauce on it, which is sweet, but it's all of it together- that creates this new delicious flavor but pineapple on pizza
1: yeah i just find me- that like the cheese weirdly coagulates and it Ugh. just turns into sort of like a, a not so positive experience so yeah i'm not a big i like i actually like pineapple on burgers i've been to a couple places where they'll put a pineapple. like a grilled on- pineapple yeah and i have to try like- it it, it adds a, a layer of sweetness to it that complements it. And, and it's not soggy. It's not taking away from it. But yeah, on pizza, it's a definite no-no for me.
0: All right. Well, we can definitely, we can compromise on that. We can put it there on a go. burger, although I'd have to try it. But, yeah. uh, but no, I think food is the center of my world. You mentioned, I think about food all day long. Like it drives my wife crazy the moment i finished eating i think about what i'm going to eat later when especially when casey how many times have we gone to conferences or traveled and all i'm thinking about at what point are we going to eat because if i don't
1: eat i get very very hangry oh my goodness we fight the most we ever fight is usually around the the lunch hour or what I'll, for Antonio, I'll call the Antonio breakfast hour, which this man sometimes at work, it's 10 a.m. And he's like, can be irritable. And I'm like, I'm like, you need to eat, sir. You got to take a bite of something.
0: Yeah, I get really bad. And sometimes I don't notice it and I'm just aggravated. And I realize it's like, I just need food. And this is why you and I actually stopped scheduling our work meetings right before lunch. Because we never oh, yeah. get anything done. We're just oh, young at each
1: other. Yeah, it's just like two, two of like, Kind of like if you can imagine the Charmin bears like fighting, like there's a playfulness to it, but at the end of the day, you're like, well, that's a bear.
0: Yeah. We, we <laughs> Are you comparing me to a bear with uh yeah. with bat paper
1: on my ass? <laughs> Dingleberries? No. I just mean in the sense of like, we can definitely be very irritable. And so I know for myself, I definitely try to avoid that being hangry and I got to give props to Snickers the people at Snickers who once came out and said like, you know, you're not you when you're hungry or hangry or whatever. Uh, it, that is the best marketing I've ever come across because I can't tell you how many times I've like been in the grocery store and I'm like fidgety or I have a long flight or something. And I say, I'm just going to grab a Snickers.
0: Well, it works. That's the marketing for me. Chocolate. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like dessert this never registers as real food. I can't eat sweet stuff before dinner. It's like it won't – like if I have to – this is why I don't understand people who eat cereal as food. It's not food. It's it's like a snack. It's a dessert. I don't know what it is. But oh, me, I love it cereal. It's delicious, but it doesn't – it's like I can't – that can't replace my meal.
1: Oh, no. I love cereal. I But believe it or not, I like cereal better at night. Like if I have to have cereal in the morning, I'm like contemplating running into traffic. But cereal at night, I'm like partying. I love it. I love cereal. There's something about the – sort of that slight sweetness to it or the crunch, I think for me, but
0: we may, you know what we may have to do, Casey? What is that? We may have to do a top five cereal. We may oh, have that, to feature that because that I, would be, I think that would be a lot of fun. I think people feel strongly
1: be, about that. I can think of some instantly that come to my mind, but yeah, I, for me, I love everything about food. It just, it fuels me. It is, I think about like, what I, what did I have for dinner? what can I have for dinner tomorrow? What, like, what things do I have in the house? What things can I be creative with? I love going out to eat. I love, oh, Do we've done a lot of takeout in COVID. I just love, love, love eating.
0: Well, you mentioned eating and you mentioned being adventurous too. Are you a person that will try something that they've never had before? Or do you play safe all the time?
1: Um, I believe it or not, I'm pretty risky when it comes to food, um, especially if I'm going to like a good restaurant. So, let's say you know there's a special and it comes with some kind of cheese that maybe I'm not familiar with, I'm trusting the restaurant that that flavor combo we're pairing is like what it's meant to be.
0: Yeah, so when I go out to restaurants, so here's the thing I will try different foods, but if I'm going out to eat to have an experience, I'm sometimes a little bit I'm afraid that I won't like it and it'll ruin my night. So typically I'll kind of relatively play safe, but I will tell you this, if there are certain animals on the menu, I will have to try. So I'm always, I always like to try different animals. I know that sounds weird. This is not a vegan friendly podcast, <laughs> but I can tell you like I've tried, and I'm wondering if you've tried any of these. I've tried alligator. I've had it grilled. I've had it fried. I've tried frog legs. I've tried rabbit. I have not tried venison. I've tried bison.
1: Um, my dad once was like, forced me to eat venison. And I was like, what is it? He's like, just take a bite. I'm like, dad, like, just tell me what it is. Like, I promise you I'll try it. And he's like, just do it. It was venison. And that sounds very was... aggressive.
0: Your dad sounds very aggressive.
1: He's really not. Um, but he it just was made just him like... That, just yeah. in your your world, yeah. Yeah, in that moment, he just wanted me to try deer, I guess. And it was, yeah, I could live without it.
0: Yeah, I feel... Most of the I've time, had, I, I think, feel that way. I've had duck um, too, not, not, yeah,
1: impressed. yeah. I've had duck. Um, I've also had escargot. I so can't sm- do it, it's too slimy. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't something I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm jonesing for. I really crave that, but yeah, I, I, I like to be adventurous, especially if I'm going to a place, uh, I'll trust sort of what's on the menu and, and just trust that if it's on the menu, it's got to be sort of that good. Now, Casey, we, as a
0: kid, I believe that because the podcast today is about foods that you refuse to eat, I think that there's definitely some childhood part to it. There are things oh. that we were either tortured with as a kid or we were just picky. Were you a picky eater or were you usually open to food?
1: Um, I was pretty picky as a kid. For me, food the food had to sort of be like aesthetically pleasing So if it like looked weird um, or had weird textures, I would sometimes avoid it. Like I remember my mom used to make scalloped potatoes and pork chops. And I mean, pork chops is not on my list. It could be on my list, but like pork chops to me, it's just not, I don't care. It's too much work. It doesn't taste that good. You get two bites out of it. But I used to like remember not really wanting to eat the meat part because it freaked me out. So I would only eat the potatoes. I've mentioned on this podcast before I was a big potato guy. As a kid, I still am. But even tacos as a kid, like I would just put lettuce and the the Ortega like taco sauce in a shell. Like I wouldn't put ground beef in it.
0: That We talked about that being an inside out
1: salad. Yes. Yeah. Which exactly wasn't I, like I, I was a little bit stubborn. I also do remember as a kid, kind of my dad once like forcing me to eat uh, like spaghetti and meatballs and I just didn't want it. And so for a little bit of time, spaghetti with like, you know, red sauce was kind of touch and go for me, but I've, I've since passed through that. How about for you, Antonio? That's so weird. I didn't think
0: that of you knowing you now and how much you enjoy food. I am surprised to hear that those were, those are not typical foods that Kids don't eat like I know broccoli and vegetables and stuff like that. But for me, apparently I was a kid that just never ate food, like, which is so funny now because I can't stop eating it. Maybe I'm making up for all those years, but I just apparently would like have my mom prepare something and then not eat it. Like I had the intentions of eating, but I just didn't eat it. And even like vegetables and stuff, I didn't eat it as much of it you're not great with vegetables now. I'm not. But in Italy, they prepare everything with pasta. So it's not like you're eating a side of vegetables, like maybe nowadays, but as a kid, it wasn't like you were eating chicken cutlets with a side of vegetables.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You were eating pasta with a side of meat. So to be fair, I just I don't think I was exposed to it. And I don't think it was ever really prepared. So with the vegetables conversation, it is a texture thing. There are just some that I'm just like, I don't need this in my life, but I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to you, try them in more prepared,
1: better prepared ways. You just reminded me of something that I just remembered in this moment. But my mom used to make this was a popular dish she would make as a kid. Yeah, I guess I was, I was picky. I was a little S H uh, I T. My mom used to make uh, a coffee and broccoli, which, if you don't know, is like pasta with broccoli and I remember like I would pick the broccoli out or sometimes Antonio I would wash the noodles and then eat them <laughs> I would like rinse the... that sounds like so much work it definitely was and I mean Ew. yeah I I was definitely a little bit of a adventurous kid in that I was I if I was set in my ways I was set in my ways and I think that has translated a little bit into being an adult
0: for sure. And, you know, I wanted to say, too, I think part of my I was a, a little bit of a picky eater, but I think part of it, too, is so when I went to school, when I went to kindergarten in Italy, now it's very different there. They used to, like, cook for you. Right. Okay. So they, they would have, like, full on chefs. And chef like Boyardee? Would, uh, no, not chef. Boyardee. <laughs> he's uh, he, he's in jail in Italy. He's not allowed in. <laughs> um, he's banned from Italy. But the there was the kindergarten teacher who would have to who would force feed me food because I wouldn't eat. Of course, this is not like America. Everyone's like in America is like don't touch my kid. There's the opposite. You know, there's community and you know everyone's raising. It really takes a village to raise a kid. So it was a little bit different. But here's the thing, Casey. Here's the problem. I don't have the problem with eating the food, but this woman would mix all of the food on the plate oh and serve and force feed it whatever was there if it was vegetables with like she would just mix it all together even if the flavors were not meant to go together and she would feed it to me and i think that's where my aversion for a lot of these foods came from
1: i think i we just saved you some money on counseling that sounds like it was a really rough experience i can understand why you wouldn't want why you wouldn't want to eat like that but yeah so if I don't want it I'm not gonna eat it teachers in Italy I don't think they're paid enough
0: well they were paid too much what gives you the audacity to do that but I think she cared I think she just wanted me to eat but here we are and now I'm fine I
1: eat stuff there you go when I was a kid did you have any foods that you like super duper super loved as a kid that you like like that was like your thing
0: I don't think I had that I don't think I had a food did you
1: Uh, Of course I did. It's probably still one of my foods to this day, but I, as a kid, like chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, any kind of like chicken bite, if you will, was like, that was my, I just, I still to this day as an almost 30 year old man, I would do anything for like chicken nuggets.
0: Can I tell you though, Casey, I don't think I appreciated chicken nuggets or chicken tenders until I was in my twenties. I never really ate it like that. Like at McDonald's, oh. I never used to get it. Actually, that's not true. Whoa, a memory just came. I used to get the, the McDonald's chicken nuggets until one time I got so sick from them and I threw up everywhere and I have not eaten them since. And I don't. I still have an aversion wow. to McDonald's chicken nuggets.
1: Okay, a couple thoughts here. Number one, uh, I remember, and I'm sure some of our listeners can remember, like remember when McDonald's chicken nuggets were made, like it wasn't just white meat? Nope. Like- There, I remember there were commercials that came out at one point. It was like McDonald's chicken nuggets like now all white meat because it used to not be. You would like bite into it and it would be like this black cosmic spot in it. And you were like, oh, whatever. Just dip it in my barbecue sauce, whatever. But Antonio, the point I'm trying to make with this story here is I loved Chicken nuggets so much as a kid, and I remember I used to go to daycare like one day a week because my mom would volunteer at the school and like do lunches, and she would always do it on Mondays, and Monday was chicken nugget day, and my mom would come home um, or pick me up from daycare, and she would like have wrapped in tin foil like my own little, you know, four or five nuggets that were like just for me, and I this I like used to look forward to it. I was super excited, and that I think is translated into many of my realms in adulthood but I remember Antonio probably we once my family went on a like we did a family vacation down in Ocean City, Maryland and they went with a couple family friends whatever Antonio in retrospect this trip was just a like weekend bar crawl um, (laughs) that my parents took me I don't know I was probably like seven and so I remember like and again this was like late 90s so rules were different but I would like go into a bar with my parents and they would just like get hammered. They'd order me a soda. I got to, I, I used to look forward to it because again, I could eat whatever I wanted. And I just remember this one time, Antonio, we were like at this bar, I ordered chicken tenders and then I put the chicken tenders in my pocket. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> all right, let's picture a little
0: Casey. I imagine you to have a bowl cut. I don't know why, but I imagine you having a bowl cut at seven years old. All right, don't ruin this for me. Yeah. And you have a missing bottom front tooth. All right. Because you you just lost your tooth. And now this little Casey boy is at the bar (laughs) and he's taking the chicken tenders and now putting it
1: in his pockets. Now I need to know why little Casey was doing that. I think I was just like full and was like, I know that I want to eat these again later, but didn't want to like not have them. So rather than like share them or do anything with them I literally just like stuffed them in my pockets and then I remember walking down the boardwalk later on eating them and so they didn't go to waste you know like I said I love I just love chicken nuggets chicken tenders any any form of that dipping sauces whatever but I just remember as a kid like I don't know the resiliency in me or like the the craftiness of like oh I better like keep these never know when you're going to need them.
0: Well and I that's what I was going to say the awareness of this 7-year-old child one not wanting to be wasteful but two thinking I'm with drunk adults I may need yeah. to eat these later. And let's be honest pockets are one of the greatest inventions and I think yes. the reason they were created was to bring leftover food from restaurants. Absolutely.
1: And I do want to go, I have to say this because I don't know that it'll ever come up in context again in this podcast, but if I ever ran for political office, Antonio, I would run under the notion that I would, my platform would be adequate pocket size, not just for men, but for women, because women's pockets are garbage. Well, sometimes they're fake. They're not even They're the fake. They're like, you can put a nickel in it. Uh-uh. I would give women the same size pockets that men have. Men be... I, I was, as a kid, able to pull chicken tenders out of my pockets. Women can't women can't do that. It's not fair. We need j- liberty. Yeah, no, they have to stuff it in their bra. Liberty and justice for all, Antonio. If I ever ran for office, that's what I would base my platform off of.
0: I know, what uh, I, and I support it, because I'd be upset if I get upset when... My pants don't have pockets now. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to deal with that. So nonetheless, I'm voting for Casey in uh 2030. There you go. I don't even know if that's the math. <laughs> about that's move. all right. But no, that that's I love that story because I think it just it's really about who you are and, and what has shaped yeah. you. <laughs> chicken nuggets, man. Let me tell you.
1: Chicken nuggets, chicken tenders. There you go. So shall we dive into our list, sir?
0: Yeah, let's, let's talk about our list. I think mine, some of mine are going to surprise you because I do have my standard ones that, that people that know me know are going to be on my list, which is fine. But there, there's some on here that I'm i I'm pretty confident are disgusting. And I think people are going to agree with me one. And two, I think that the, my list are items that if they were my only option, I would be i would i would rather die than eat them
1: i so i want to go out on the same limb here and say that i confidently this list of five that i have come up with i would either eat my own flesh before i ate these things or i would i would starve myself like i would i would cease to exist and i would i would starve myself to death because i would not eat these five items right and
0: so it sounds to me like we're on on the same page on how we came up with our list
1: there we go so we'll delve into it so these are the top five foods that we would never ever eat all right so should i go first you i'll let you go first
0: you know i'm gonna go first because i think this one is an easy one i think my number five is probably gonna split our listeners in half i believe and that is pickles I hate pickles. I hate everything about pickles. I hate the crunch of pickles. I hate the smell of pickles. I hate how they exist on items like burgers and and I have literally I have been this person that anytime there were pickles on something I ordered that I asked not to appear on. I've asked them to take it back. And I I just tell them that I'm allergic to it. I just think they're so gross, they smell gross. And I think The audacity that people have, and by people, I mean restaurants, to just throw a filthy pickle onto my plate when it wasn't part of my meal, I think you want to talk about a platform that I'd run on? That would be it. Stop putting pickles on my plate diners. So my number five are pickles.
1: I love pickles. I have pickles in my fridge. I love fried pickles. I think fried pickles are delicious. I would drink pickle juice. I've done pickleback shots i really 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 enjoy pickles i have eaten pickles that have been on your plate before because i take one for the team i guess but in theory you know i think you have some good good points i know the crunch can bother some people i am not a really big fan of like the sweet pickles i prefer a more sour crunchy pickle but i'll stop saying pickles because i know that your skin is probably uh crawling
0: yeah i I don't know man like i just they're an unnecessary part of my life and i need them to be gone because and it's not so here's the thing about pickles i think ultimately really bothers me right like most of these other foods that i have are things that you won't get by accident pickles are things that are they're in intrusive into my life
1: yeah they're accidentally
0: put on my burgers they're
1: thrown on a plate like Dump. Yeah, and the juice sometimes can be a problem. Oh, I, that's I get
0: totally it. Worse, I I can't even take the smell. So, so number five, pickles. What do you got, Casey?
1: Uh, my number five uh, evokes similar feelings that you have about pickles, uh, but my number five, Antonio's water chestnuts. Okay, water chestnuts <laughs> are. I don't even like know how to describe them other than to me, they taste like wet packing peanuts and they absolutely freak me out. I've like tried I something about the crunch. Like I just, it just, it, it it's, I come across it sometimes in like Chinese food and I yes. just, it is like, I just, you know, when you like accidentally step on styrofoam, that, that sound and that feeling you get is the same feeling I have when I bite into water water chestnuts that is a great vision
0: that is a great explanation
1: yeah it's just they're not for me they are every for everyone else I think it's also a little bit weird because I'm like is it just a chestnut in water but it's I don't think that it is I don't even fully know like gun to my head if I had to tell you is it a nut I don't know what it is but I can tell you I don't want it
0: all right well they don't I, I'm I'm okay with chestnuts like they're not my favorite I prefer not to eat them and water? Why? Like you just take something that's kind of delicious and make it soggy. Nothing that is soggy is worth
1: eating. Yeah. Like, what is it supposed to be? I, I just, I don't know. Now, you you mentioned soggy, which kind of plays into my number four. And if it's all right, I'll, I'm just gonna jump in really quick and tell you that my number four, and I'm, I'm this one out of all five, I'm a little bit sad to report that I don't like because. I have tried, I would say every like seven months, I'm like, well, let me try this and see if I like it. And every single time it's a no-go. But my number four, Antonio, are mushrooms. Interesting. I would have thought you liked mushrooms. No, I want to, I really do. I know that it's good in risotto. I know that portobellos. people will do instead of like a burger sometimes. Antonio, I don't know what it is. It's the texture. I think the smell sometimes when it gets heated freaks me out. I just, I've tried time and time and time again, and I just can't bring myself to eat mushrooms. I like will pick them off. If it's in, you know, Marsala, I'll scrape them off. I will not eat them. It's the texture. They get soggy. They're like too spongy and like just gelatinous. And it is not for me.
0: They have the texture of a tempur mattress. That's what it reminds me. Like if I had a mattress full of those mushrooms and to sleep on, I feel like they would be just as therapeutic as a really expensive tempur Yeah. They're okay well, for I me. Don't... I think for me, I, I've tried them stuffed. You know what it is? I don't think... I care if they're there like if I'm there they're pushing them to the side I'll eat them by accident I do like them on pizza to be honest with uh pepperoni and a mushroom but
1: otherwise I don't purposely order it it's also fungus like and certain funguses can like kill you and I just I don't know I want to though like I want to one day be a baller go to a restaurant and eat like a $10,000 mushroom risotto like Because I feel like it's always in fancy, fancy cooking. But I'm just not cut from that cloth, sir.
0: Well, you must be a mushroom because you're a fun guy. That was a good dad joke. All right, thanks. (laughs) I was really expecting you to laugh harder, but I've also disappointed. This might be the last time someone listens to this podcast after that. (laughs) All right, right, so that makes sense. Number four is mushrooms for you. My number four, I would not, I think it's considered a food because you eat it. Okay. It, it is not something you would eat on its own. It is something huh. you might put on a sandwich, sometimes in a potato salad, and that is oh. mustard. What? I absolutely find mustard disgusting.
1: What kind of mustard? Yellow, yellow brown? mustard.
0: Yeah, like the yellow uh, brown mustard. I can do honey. I can do honey mustard because it doesn't taste like mustard, but that mustardy, nasty taste when it even touches my sandwich, it's not one of those things that I can like, oh, they accidentally put it on my sandwich. Let me wipe it off. Like, I cannot eat that sandwich from that point forward. I, there, I have had mustard in ways that you don't taste the mustard, which is fine. I know it's used on rubs, but it doesn't taste like mustard. The mustardy, like, nah, like it to me, But
1: it tastes Are you like, talking about, yeah. like, like French's yellow mustard? Or are you talking about, like, the, the brown, like, spicy mustard that or too. all- okay yeah anything except for honey mustard okay and even some honey mustards
0: are disgusting like that it's that mustardy like it almost i don't i don't even i can't i don't even have a description for it of what i imagine it to taste like but it's almost like wood like as this wood taste
1: (laughs) i it's so gross it's so disgusting
0: and it's yellow and it like oh just it's grainy like why are people putting that on hot dogs
1: Yeah, no, I like mustard, but I prefer like a spicy brown mustard rather than just like plain yellow mustard Um, because I think, yeah, sometimes if it's too liquidy, it's a little bit gross, but I am a mustard fan. I'll put it on my hot dogs. I will put it on, not really on sandwiches, but I think it it, it lends itself nicely, but, you know, it is maybe a more sophisticated, spicier thing for the palate and it might just not be your thing.
0: Yeah, I also, why do people who eat mustard always have it on their lips? Like, I always feel like they have a little smear of mustard. Every time I see people who eat mustard on a pretzel or whatever, I don't know. It grosses me out.
1: Maybe it's just, it's moisturizer and Ew, we just don't know. No.
0: It. We Like a hot dog moisturizer? Ew. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Who knows? We're
1: not doing that. Um, <laughs> we're not. Uh, wow. All right is it my turn for number three?
0: Yeah, go for it. I'm I'm curious to see if one of the ones I'm thinking about is on your list.
1: I am actually making an audible here and switching my number two and my number three. So number three, Antonio, for me are olives. I knew it. I knew it was going to be olives. Again, it goes back to the texture. I think there's a theme theme here of like, I don't really love things packed in water.
0: Except for um, pickles,
1: Or like, yeah well but pickles are in a brine i don't know olives to me i imagine they taste like what a water balloon would taste like what olives are you eating that's this is this is what it goes down to like black olives green olives ew olives when there's like stuff in them oh those are the best no ew 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 ew. just squishiness i can't do it like a little olive
0: fetus ew
1: why did you have to say that oh i can't i just know i don't know there's something to me about olives like i just i not like obviously olive oil is fine but just something about biting into an olive i have more recently dabbled with olives uh, your wife makes a, a beautiful dish that i stomach through the olives and i didn't mind it i try not to think about it but to me i don't know i just imagine if you were to like bite and swallow a water balloon it would taste the exact same as swallowing an olive and I love olives. There is very
0: few olives I don't like. There are some of the the more, more bitter ones that I don't care for, but the saltiness, the crunch. Ironically, that's I know it's it's almost like a pickle, but it it's different. The taste of it is just completely different. I'm just I I'm okay for, with you not liking it because I'm not surprised. I know that that's one out for the folks out there that just don't like it. But as an Italian, I can't not like it
1: they just like freak me out they just oh i don't know i don't i can't i really can't i can't do the olives and ironically i like the name olive like if i had a dog or a kid i would probably name it olive but i hate the taste of olives
0: and you would tell olive i love you see exactly well you want to talk about texture you're gonna my number three i find it I don't understand why this is a thing that people eat. And I really mean that I understand why people might put mustard and pickles, but my number three, Casey, and this is really high on my list are oysters. Someone out there, please explain to me why you're eating oysters. First of all, you don't even chew them. You're slurping (laughs) them like a filthy animal and it is rude and disgusting. You're not drinking soup. They're nasty looking and, like, why would anyone eat something that had the texture of mucus? I don't understand yeah.
1: it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even really think – Oysters came across my mind, but I, I think I would eat oysters uh, before I eat anything on my list. And the reason I would, I don't mind oysters, I think I've had them in, like, soup or, like, a, a chowder before. And it, it's – You're talking about clams. You Oysters in a chowder. Oh. Oh. Oops. What yeah, you it? might
0: be – yeah. Look at a picture of oysters. And they are not flattering. If, if you look up a picture of them, they, I mean, the most, the only thing that oysters are good for are pearls, which I have found pearls in oysters before, but they're just texturally, are, they're just nasty looking.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there is something to be said about, like, you don't really even chew it. You just kind of like slurp it back. So it's kind of, you know, but it is an aphrodisiac. Well,
0: but if you look at some of these oysters, they literally look like an STD. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh like, that's so funny gross.
0: people need to stop eating this stuff i'm really yeah. concerned with anyone who finds it somewhat tasty
1: i have a couple friends that are big foodies that i i am confident they're going to text me about that because i think it's it's a little controversial oh perhaps. Racers, who
0: knows but anyways that's my number three and now we're really getting down to the nitty-gritty casey what is your number two
1: Number two, this is going to definitely take some people by surprise that it's this high on my list, but Antonio, on my life, number two, foods I will never eat, hard-boiled eggs. You know,
0: I forgot that you – I didn't understand how much you hated them. I'm not a big fan of them, but I remember we make pastas with it. Like, we'll bake it, and I remember once giving it to you, and you weren't a fan, and I didn't know you hated it, and I'm sorry for that.
1: And, like, don't get me wrong. As a kid, I used to, like – Love to dye Easter eggs. Like my mom would, oh my god, my mom would like boil like three, four dozen eggs up so I could color them all. That's how much she loved me, and I guess just wanted me to have something to do. I'd never eat them. My poor father and mother were eating these eggs, and it was like, I just I don't know. Like there is, I I could eat the the, the whites if I like absolutely had to I would choose not to but there's something about the texture of the way the yolk boils I just can't I can't do it. it it just again I think it it would to me it would feel like eating like human flesh like it just freaks me out which
0: ironically you said you would eat human flesh before you would eat any of these things on here yeah
1: and I would I would I would eat my own flesh before I I willingly chose like hard-boiled eggs i even want to double down and just say like hard-boiled eggs even deviled eggs i'm not even really sure what's been deviled but i'm not i'm not for it i think they're weird i just i don't can't do it i really 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 can't do it you know you know eggs for me casey
0: are the thing that i eat often that grosses me out every time like they're just like a chicken ovulation like <laughs> splattered all over the place and and then I just feel terrible when I have to essentially make a chicken curry and I have to dip it in its own unborn baby like oh my god it's just it, it grosses me out even when I eat it like the th- if I, ha- I can't think about it too much because it grosses me out
1: when I cook with eggs I sometimes think about the scene from Shrek where they're like singing outside and then they'll like bird explodes. And then the next morning they're like making, they're, they're making eggs. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think about that sometimes it's definitely a little freaky. I do wonder like when the first person ate the egg, um, what, what transpired that they were like, Oh no, 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 eat this part. And I mean, eggs are used in a lot of things, but I, and I, I, don't like eggs for breakfast. I don't mind them in different ways, like scrambled over easy, eggs benedict i don't mind but there's just something about like a hard-boiled egg a deviled egg it's just ugh, there's something about i think it's just to me i don't know if it's like overcooked it's too stinky gross i just i can't do it antonio i cannot do hard-boiled eggs
0: i'm not mad at it i'm surprised it's that far up which makes me wonder about your number one because there's there's one thing that you haven't mentioned yet that i wonder if it's there but i'm gonna move on to my number two and I know that you are a fan of this vegetable. And I think it's absolutely disgusting. And that is Brussels sprouts.
1: <gasps> oh my God. First of all, it's Brussels sprouts. No, not Brussels.
0: no it's Brussels what? sprouts actually. Because I was wondering right before the podcast, I looked it up because I was wondering whether it had anything to do with Brussels, the town. And it is That's in it. fact, it was discovered in Brussels. It is native to brussels and in fact it says that that's the way to remember how to pronounce it because it's brussels sprout not brussel sprout listen interesting not making this up i found it online but first of all they look like little cabbages they no they smell, don't taste like
1: they no smell like farts like no they're so good they're not You're, good we make them my fiance and i make them all the time i promise you you are just not making them right we're next time it's okay for you to come over we're going to make you Brussels sprouts and i think you'll like them i don't i won't eat it no i will only eat so... it if
0: you willingly eat a boiled egg exactly Ew, that's I... how i
1: feel they're just little like no they're just, they smell funky. they The texture of them. But you can roast them and they become crispy. One of the best meals I've ever eaten in my entire life. I was down in Austin, Texas, and there was this restaurant and they had roasted Brussels sprouts with pecorino cheese, golden raisins, and like some kind of balsamic drizzle. And I dream about it. They were phenomenal. No. I can't believe Brussels sprouts are that high up for you. They're disgusting. This is why, because you don't like vegetables, you weirdo.
0: No, but Brussels sprouts, I bet you if we, when, when I put my poll up, on my Instagram, which we do after every episode premieres on Mondays, all right? So if you wanna engage with me, you can follow me at Alamo with a T and you can vote on it. Do you enjoy Brussels sprouts? I can tell you that Brussels sprouts would be on most
1: people's list. I, I don't think so. And let me tell you why. Cause I think as kids, we were all conditioned to be like, Brussels sprouts are gross. Like Brussels sprouts, ew. Like I used to think I'm like, ew, Brussels sprouts are gross. Then I tried them, and I'm like, these are delicious. They, to me, I think they're packed with flavor. You can do so many things to them. Um, they crisp up real nice. They're good, like fried. They're good. They bloom a little bit. Oh my gosh, I love Brussels sprouts. I also think they're hearty. I would put Brussels sprouts might be one of my actually top favorite vegetables. Yeah, that's where we disagree. Well, more Brussels sprouts for me. There it is, yeah, because I'm not ordering them. Uh, Antonio, do you want to go first with your number one? or should You know I... what, I'll go first. I feel okay. like it's time.
0: I, cause I'm really curious about yours and this is one of those foods that comes from the story I told earlier when I was in kindergarten. This is one of the foods that was mixed in there. Okay. And that is peas. Uh, peas to me are like, I can't do it. Like the more I get older, the more like I've, I've tr- I just think they're so gross. They explode in your mouth when you chew them. I've had it in multiple ways. And every time, every time I see a pea, I just have to shove it to the side because they're gross. Now, I want to be clear, not the snap peas. These are like steamed or cooked peas.
1: You're just talking about like the little, little, little green, green corn.
0: Yes. Green corn is essentially, but like we, there are many ways that my wife's family prepares it. And I hate every single one of those. They are just weird gross and they i have like an aversion to them like i will i will almost eat pickles over peas obviously wow like that's how much i hate peas i do love snap peas cold snap peas i don't mind peas what if they were like in a chicken pot pie i would intentionally avoid them but like if they were there i would try but i just i'm just uh like it, it wouldn't be easy like anytime something has peas in it that's unnecessary i'm upset because now i have to spend extra time avoiding it okay for me i would probably and i would eat brussels sprouts over peas so if you made dinner i came over and you made only brussels sprouts and peas i would eat the brussels sprouts before that
1: interesting well if i ever make you brussels sprouts i promise it'll be delicious and i think you'll like them i'm gonna try i'm gonna try all right listeners out there stay tuned uh I can understand, you know, taste aversion. It's a real thing. I remember learning about it in psychology. You got a bad experience. It's just a wrap. So I can understand why peas are, are up there for you. I think a lot of people probably don't like peas. Antonio, again, I'm probably a minority in this. And we've talked about this before. But my number one food that I absolutely refuse to eat. And before I say it, I just want our listeners to know I would sooner Chop off my hands and make a soup out of my own body parts. What's with
0: this eat? self? What what is this with like? You're just eating your like. What's what's up with that? You are
1: you interested in human flesh? <laughs> like there are other things no, you can do before you no I know, cannibalize. But I think I'm just. I know, but I'm trying to stay in the food realm. And I so think, you go. You, know, you choose
0: your 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 flesh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Was this a little bit morbid? Sure. But I'm trying to really, really paint a picture for people because this next one, it's a common thing. People eat it. It's in my house. My sister eats it. It is not for me. Um, Antonio, my number one is canned tuna fish.
0: Oh, okay. There's, uh, you find it absolutely disgusting. I can't even tell you that I'm eating it.
1: Literally. Oh no, I like, if you're eating it, I need at least a half hour buffer to even like walk by. I think tuna fish is absolutely repugnant. How is room temperature fish okay? How, I don't understand, it does not make sense. When you think about like, when you're walking through the grocery store, the fish is always on ice, it's in cases, it's frozen. How is there just this fish just chilling on the shelf next to soup? I can't disagree with you. I think I love tuna,
0: but it's also, dis- I can't justify
1: eating it. I just, the smell of it, the texture of it. Oh my God. It the, it comes in a can. You got to like drain it. Ooh, I just, it literally, it makes my stomach turn thinking about it. You add mayonnaise to it. Like we're, we're already at, a, we're at a loss here. I just, I literally, I would starve before I ate tuna fish. I, I'm
0: not mad at that. I'm and, not mad. I can't even.
1: I like, I like like Ali tuna in sushi. Like if it's fresh, I don't mm-hmm. mind that. Like sushi is a whole other thing. But there's just something about canned tuna that I. I can't, I, it makes me ill. I don't know if it's like I had a bad experience as a kid or like the way my mom it's just used gross. I just can't. I mean, it is, and I love it, but it's gross. And really, really think about it. If you're listening to this, think about why is that okay that we just have f- fish in a can, room temperature, just hanging out, just hanging out. How? I don't understand. I really don't understand. Let the fish swim in the ocean. Canned tuna is not for That's me. That's a strong
0: number one. You know what I thought was going to be on your list? And I wonder if you just what? left
1: it out or you just felt more strongly that's yogurt you hate yogurt I do hate well let me give context so I if you tell me there's breakfast first of all let me backtrack I will do anything for a breakfast sandwich that is true I love breakfast hot breakfast I will literally do anything for a hot breakfast that, that's literally if you I just
0: want you to know that is literally true if you need him to help you move just offer him a breakfast sandwich I have done this. exactly it has worked.
1: I will, yeah. Oh, you need me to like, exactly. You need it to be driven to LaGuardia airport. You need a kidney? Sure. Buy me. Yeah, breakfast, breakfast sandwich. sandwich. That's, that's my price. But breakfast, just getting into this, if you tell me there's breakfast and it's yogurt, like don't even make eye contact with me. That is not breakfast. And you're not a true friend. Yogurt, Yeah, no. Oh, absolutely not. But yogurt to me is a breakfast food. Absolutely not. I don't mind it here and there. Like, but to me, okay, also yogurt is not even really a meal, um, nor should it ever be treated as such. It could be a a side to something you could add it in a smoothie. But yogurt to me is like, it's, you might as well just have ketchup in your fridge. Like, it's not good. You got to have something else to go with it.
0: Yeah, I can definitely understand. I do like yogurt as a snack. I mean, that, but not a meal. You know what? I, maybe this is weird. I just thought of this. I eat yogurt with a fork. Why? Is that weird? Well, okay. So hear me out. So you know how they have like little packs of yogurt, right? Yes. Like the little cup. So this one time I didn't have a, I was actually in the office and I didn't have a spoon and I only had a fork. Now, okay. yogurt is not watery enough to go through the fork. And so I used a fork and I quickly realized that you can actually get more out of the cup with the fork because of the edge. So usually a spoon is a little bit rounded, so you don't quite get everything. But the the edge of the fork allows you to scrape the sides better. And it has changed my life since.
1: Did you just come up with a life hack? You may have. I'm
0: really good. I have so many food life hacks. For example, I don't know if anybody out there does this and I'm curious to know, but I Also, cut food with scissors. If I have to cut pizza, I will cut it with scissors. Now, trust me, I know it sounds weird, but it is. Why? Because it is so efficient to cut it rather than with like a fork and a knife that tears everything up. Trust me, use scissors. Or a pizza cutter. Yeah, but see, even a pizza cutter, it's it's not a well-known appliance. Not everyone has it. And you ever actually try to use a pizza cutter? It's not as practical as it seems. First of all, you got to slam it onto your pizza like it is trying to escape from you and then you have to like oh move it four five six times use a scissor buy really good kitchen shears you can use it to i use it to clean my chicken or to cut my chicken
1: steak wow but but not
0: cooked like this is
1: you know like yeah you're, you're cutting it for prep pizza i feel like you could invent pizza scissors and maybe they make exist. some money they exist i will say whenever i have a friend that moves uh normally the the housewarming present I always always used to get them, especially when I was a little bit younger, was always a wine opener and a pizza cutter because I think those are essentials to a happy life. No, and they are. Yeah, maybe I'm the weird in, one, but this was fun. into in this was. Um anything in your honorable mention you want to talk about? Yes. I had um asparagus. <gasps> I love asparagus. Like, it's just a, it's it's okay, but I don't it makes your it makes your piecemeal. Well,
0: and it smells in general i had licorice which i know is a weird thing but like if licorice didn't exist i would be totally fine
1: yeah that's pretty solid uh i had baby corn oh the little teensy that looks like it's uh Which, which for the longest time i it used to freak me out because i was like when you eat like real size corn you don't eat the middle part. So I'm like, why is it when it's baby corn, you, it's just acceptable to eat the whole thing? That used to freak me out. Also grapefruit. Oh, I'm a big fan of grapefruit. Ooh, I just, it doesn't do it for me. Um, Antonio, before I forget, and before we sign off for today, are there any foods you feel like you slept on for a long period of your life that you never, you were like too, you're like, oh, that's weird. I won't eat it. And then you ate it and you were like, wow, I'm really wrong.
0: Yes, one of those foods is string beans. You want to talk about vegetables? Okay. I My wife started making them for me. I was like, these are not bad. Like, these are delicious. So I'm still yes. learning to wow. them in different forms, but I really enjoy okay. them. What was it for okay. you? I, I imagine you asked that because there's something there for you.
1: Yes, well, when I think about foods I slept on, because I was like, oh, that's disgusting. For probably like 16, 17 years, I was like, cheesecake is absolutely disgusting. Like, I don't know why I just thought it was like, craft singles with like birthday cake icing (laughs) on it and then i had a piece of cheesecake and i was like oh my god like just hook me up to a trough i could eat this for the rest of my life i love cheesecake that is so funny you just thought it
0: was craft singles with icing yeah like yeah like
1: cheesecake yeah i'm like oh like this whole realm of foods that i wish i like you want to talk about foods that i should have been eating my whole life it's cheesecake
0: that's funny. Yeah. I also I always thought it just tasted too much like cream cheese. So until I realized I just had to have a good cheesecake and then I, I enjoy it. There you go.
1: Yeah. So if you can't tell by listening, we're definitely foodies. We love food. Food makes the world go round. Antonio, do you think we can still be friends?
0: Yeah, as long as you don't feed me Brussels sprouts.
1: I'm gonna try, not gonna lie. All right. I'm gonna I'm try. Open to but it. I will I will eat your pickles. All right, that's fine. We can there we go. Otherwise.
0: All right, folks, thanks so much for listening to another fun episode of The Enlisted Podcast. My name is Antonio Talamo. And I'm Casey Coleman. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Enlisted Podcast. Want more of these podcasts? Be sure to click the subscribe button and leave us a review with a suggestion of what you'd like for us to debate next. Until next time.